so you're gonna do it. No. <laughs> Welcome hey to guys. awesome intro. Welcome to Nate 20. Yes. We were just having a chat about who was gonna do the intro. Yes. Um, we are, this is episode four in our series on playable races. Exciting. What have we done so far? Dragonborn, dwarves, elves. If you haven't nice. listened to them already, you should. They're very good. Yes, although you don't have to listen to those to listen to this one. True, you don't. So That's today we're gonna to talk about halflings. Which are my favorite race. Yeah. They're and an awesome race. You don't have to know a lot about fantasy literature to know where the people who created Dungeons and Dragons got the idea for halflings. Yeah. It's pretty Lord obvious. Of the Rings. <laughs> it's totally Lord of the Rings. And like yeah. actually, um I was telling Nate about this earlier today that like the original Dungeons and Dragons just called them hobbits. They were not subtle. Um, they called them hobbits and they actually published a game called Battle of the Five Armies and then Tolkien's like trust um, yeah. that, pr that published his books and stuff like that. They, they sued Dungeons and Dragons yeah. to say you're not allowed to do that, which obviously they weren't allowed to do that. And so they started calling them halflings after that. Hey. But they did originally just call them hobbits, and it's very clear that that's where they got their name. Halflings are hobbits that like, did rebrand them. Yeah, yeah. And so in the original game, they were just basically pure thieves. Like, mm -hmm. I think by the time Advanced Dungeons and Dragons came along, which is what I started playing, you could do anything as a thief. They were like the best thieves because they could sneak around, they could not be seen, mm. they were light-fingered, they had dexterity bonuses, all this they stuff. They like blend into a crowd. Yeah, 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 so they made the best thieves and they were unlimited level of thieves. But if you wanted to be anything else as a halfling, you were pretty much out of luck. Like you could be a fighter, but only to like something like level four. You could be a cleric, but only to like level six. Multi-class. So pretty much days. anybody that ever played a halfling, you just, you just went thief yeah. and like really my memory of like my friends playing halflings they only played halflings because they read lord of the rings and the hobbit and they liked them like yeah. like there wasn't a lot of imagination about halflings or a lot of ideas about halflings separate from lord of the rings I love so halflings. you would be a halfling because you wanted to recreate a character like in lord of the rings yeah but of I course like lots of things too. in D&D, it's changed and now you can be whatever you want to be if you want to be a halfling and there and we're going to be talking about sort of yes. the standard way of thinking about halflings but also like creative ways to think about halflings as well yeah. so you were going to talk about why don't you talk about stats so that can sort of point us uh, to where they should be headed yes i will <laughs> halflings have really good stats like, they're a pretty powerful race. They've got an ability score increase, which is plus two to dex, which, really good thieves. Dex is good for everything, though. Dex, yeah. Like, halflings could be really anything. Yeah. Dex is just a useful ability. They can live till about 150. That's, like, the average. But, like, longer than a human lifespan, shorter than, like, a lot of other races. So, pretty in between. They are the smallest race at three feet tall, is the average. Yeah. Um, and they usually weigh about like 45 pounds. I mean, that is like the height of like your average like five year old. Yeah. That they're, is small. They're, they are really small. <laughs> the halfling I play in your campaign, I think, is about like four foot. He's a bit, he's tall for a halfling. He's a tall halfling. He's a tall halfling. Yes, indeed. Oxymoronic. 
Um, their speed is 25 feet, so they are a slow race. Well, mm, they're, they're quick, but straight line speed. Yeah, little legs. Straight line speed is not their friend. Yeah. They are, this is probably the best ability they have. They are lucky. So when you roll a nat 1 on a d20 for an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can re-roll the die and must use the new roll. Yeah. Which That's amazing. I've forgotten that so many times. Yes, you I have. And I, as a good DM, I have never reminded you of it. I hate you so much. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's something you need to remember, but it is so powerful. Oh, man. Because, like, there's so many, like, with one, um, actually, no, it doesn't work with that. But if it worked with anything, like, with wands, when you use all of their charges, if you roll a nat one, they disintegrate. Yeah. So, like... It basically is just, like, a guarantee, or almost a guarantee, that it's very unlikely that anything really bad will ever happen to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like based lucky. on, like, your own. Yeah. And they're Which small. is crazy. Yep. They're small and slow. They need good things. For yeah, them. that's right. So they get lucky. They get another thing for being little, don't they? Yeah, they get a couple other things. Okay. They get brave, which I find hilarious yeah. since they're so small. Um, yeah. But they have advantage against being frightened, which really doesn't do hardly anything early game. But like late game, if you get frightened by an ancient dragon and it gets like extra damage with its fire breath on you, you're... Yeah. Really wishing you were brave. Lots of things as you go through D&D. Lots of things will try to frighten yeah. you. Yeah. A lot of things end up yeah. being rather frightening. And, and being, the last fri one... being frightened when your whole idea is that you have a hero. That's yeah. pretty light. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens. It happens to yeah. all of us. In the they game. don't get humiliated as yeah. much. Um, and their last one, which is another boost for being small, is halfling nimbleness. Which means they can move through a the space of any creature that is a size larger than theirs that is cool which that's actually a really good ability yeah because like you can just like run through whereas all other creatures are like dang wish i could run through this like giant dragon's legs yeah you just sneak really through anywhere yeah, yeah and you can like sneak through places mm. no they're very cool mm, they are very cool so what about what about like the D and D lore about Ooh, yes indeed um, I like their lore it's they're very like happy people yeah they're like kind generally cheerful straight out of the shire yeah straight out of the shire <laughs> um, have like really positive attitudes towards things yeah always try to like see the best in people yeah and they're really good humored too yeah they like making jokes um they're like very straightforward yeah for people they're like why haven't you fixed this there's like there's a solution right here yeah. it's the most straightforward solution that's what they look for mm. which sometimes that can be good sometimes that can be bad yeah and you have to remember with all of these things that although they're generally true for your character yeah they don't have to be true like the same is yeah. true in our world like for example, like people people that have, if you've ever traveled in Italy, the stereotype of Italians is that they're loud and dramatic. Mamma mia. Well, I've met Italians that aren't. That are quiet and reserved. You know, like <laughs> so it's ridiculous. Like you can see how people get that stereotype Indeed. and say they're generally like that. But it doesn't mean your character has to be like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? And like my character in uh, your campaign, um, 
he's got really high wisdom and intelligence, so he really likes to think about things. Yeah, he thinks. And like find alternate solutions. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't always have to be. Yeah. Your character. But this is kind of generally. Yeah. They're really good at like fitting in, because of their like cheerful personality, but like. They don't really draw unwanted attention. Maybe、mm. it's because they're lucky.、Mm. Um, but yeah, they like m- almost all races accept them and enjoy their company. They enjoy basically everybody else's company. Yeah. Yeah, they're just really like they like to get along with people. They don't really like conflict. Yeah. And they're very curious. One of the main reasons halflings actually go out to adventure. Is to like try new things and like explore the world,、mm. which I think that's cool. But、cool. they do really love a good meal and like a warm bed. They so do I. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm not three feet tall. Yeah, I mean. So in Five E, there are two sort of not sub races. Sub races. Is that what、yeah. they call them? Sub races. And let's hear about those. Um. Yes. The Lightfoot Halfling, which I think in. Some D and D world are called tall fellows, which I think tall fellows was old. Yeah, I don't think they're. Do they still have tall fellows in Five E? I don't know. Tall fellows was like old A D and D and three point、um, variant of yeah, which is so dumb. So tall fellows were tall halflings <laughs> that were friends with elves. Why don't you just make them elves? Like, whatever.、Sorry. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think in like a certain forgotten realms. World that they're called tall fellows. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, hilarious. Yeah. Um, but they're the more dexterous of the two. I think Lightfoots are more like a classic Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like dexterous. They're naturally stealthy. Um. Yeah. If you're going thief, you're gonna be a Lightfoot. Yeah. There's get... the Stouts. Sorry. Yes. And the Stouts, which they're like hardier, usually like stockier. Um. Or not in dwarves. Beardless doors. Beardless doors.、Uh, <laughs> halflings can grow beards, I think. Actually,、well. no. Beards are rare with halflings. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Um, but yeah, they're like one of their like main things is they get a boost to constitution and they have resistance against poison. Nice. Which that is amazing. Also, a bit of lore that I forgot to mention earlier that I just love is halflings have a first name and a family name. But their family name is often just like a name that, like, some ancestor, like a nickname they had that was like, yeah, we should pass this down onto generations. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. So might as well mention it. Yeah, surnames are weird in, in our history as well. They don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, so that's halflings. So we'll see you in the critical concept. And welcome to our critical consent. You said goodbye and welcome. We edit them together. We are terrible. You're terrible. Okay, I'm terrible. I fixed myself. I still. We、aspect. need to do like an intro to critical concepts where it's like, welcome to critical concept. Like we gotta get somebody I, with a really cool voice. I did that voice in an earlier episode. I was like, welcome to the. I think we've done、concept. it in like half of the episodes. Yeah, I know. Because we like it. Anyway, on the subject. Whenever we get a sponsor, we can do things like that. Welcome to our sponsorship from Audible. 
Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everly really aiming for the stars. I think like yeah. Bob's Hardware Store is where we should start. Maybe. No, probably like. We have no sponsors yet. Our but sponsor if... probably should be a gaming store. Yes. Now that I think about it, that makes sense. But if you listen, anyway, to our critical more, concept is not about more sponsors. Our critical concept is not about sponsors. It's about getting sponsors. No. Our critical concept today is about audiobooks, which you can listen to oh, on my Audible. Goodness. <laughs> okay. We're gonna get what... sued. I know. <laughs> Okay, what's our crew concept about? Well, so with the halflings, we talked about lucky, and that yes. their lucky trait means that when they roll a natural one, they can they re-roll can re it, but they do have to take the new roll. So yeah. it's possible they could roll two natural ones in a row. I mean, but the chance of that's like 20 times 20. Yeah, but it happens. Uh, um, I rolled two nat 20s in a row more than once. Yeah. yeah. I anyway, feel like that's anyway, more likely than. We're talking about critical stuff. failures and critical successes yes um and i haven't actually looked up the history on this but (laughs) definitely when i played ADD, i don't remember there being any special significance to their to rolling a 20 on a hit like we could get into this another time talking about dice like we could probably do a whole episode on dice yeah um i love that in the third edition of DD they did what they called the d20 standard so yes. pretty much the vast majority of your rolls are a d20 yeah except like damage you rolls, have no idea what the game like was that. like before that it was so really confusing you used all the dice which was kind of cool because like you don't really use a 12 side that much anymore uh, but it was nice. just super confusing and, and you never knew like what three to roll. of every dice and it would have been a lot harder to dm because the dm had to remember what people are supposed to roll yeah in that would suck anyway in in D anD D, if you roll a natural twenty, which in Critical case you didn't success. notice, that's where we got the name. We, you know, we never tell anybody where we got the name. Yeah, the we. My name is Nate. Obviously, you already know this because you've listened to like all of our episodes, right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> anyway, not um, twenty. Nate. Well, yeah. The shorter term for uh, critical success is a nat twenty because it's a natural roll of the 20. Right. Um, so our name was like Nate. 20. Kind of fits well with 20. <laughs> so we mashed those two together. Yeah. Got a so good name on an attack top. roll, if you go to attack somebody and you roll a 20, yes. then the rule is that you double your damage dice. So you you not quite fully double your damage because you're only doubling the yeah. dice roll and then you add your bonuses after that but it makes it a much more powerful hit yeah so you either hit them much with much more force or you hit them in exactly the right place like the, you and the dm yeah. can kind of describe why it was a critically successful hit, yeah. a critical hit um but if you play video games critical hits are part of video games yeah, yeah. Too. um Great but chance. a one is a critical failure and yeah. 5e is pretty lenient with the whole idea of critical failures uh, as a dm i typically tell players that if they critically failed like say with their bow then they either drop their bow or maybe they broke their bowstring. i used to do a thing really? where if you rolled a natural one when you were taking a bow shot you had to roll a d20 again if you rolled under a 10 you broke the string on the bow Dang. Which means until the combat's that, over, you could not use your bow anymore. That sucks. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah, I a main don't really use weapons. Yeah. But, but otherwise, like, you fumble your weapon, you trip and you fall, and you're, like, prone on the ground, Dang. and it takes you... It takes you, are you brutal. Yeah. Well, so that's what's supposed to happen with a natural one. Now, the other thing that 5e did is used to, like, in 3.5, I don't remember because I didn't play that much 4th edition, um, but in 3-5, the way we used to play it, maybe this was just a house rule, but it's the way me and all my friends played, is anytime you rolled a 20, 
like even a skill check, if you were trying to pick a lock, anything like that, if you were trying to see, if you rolled a 20, then you did really well. It was like a critical success. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas 5e doesn't say that. 5e says the only time a 20 and a 1 are meaningful is in attacks. Also, one thing you forgot to mention is if you roll a 20 on an attack roll, it, like, hits. No matter how high the yes, thing's yeah. AC is. Yeah. So Because, like, if... some dragons, like, have, like, 27 AC. Yeah. Which is just stupid. But, but a critical is a definite hit. Yeah. And the then definite. the other thing that happens is... You can get you can get feats or um, traits where mm. you can get a critical on a nineteen instead. So a nineteen and a twenty, oh, not yeah. just a twenty. Um, yeah, but so a feats. one is always bad. Yeah. And is. like I think it, I really encourage you, even though it's it's more of a house rule nowadays. I would really encourage you as a DM or as a player to, to play with that. that. That like when somebody gets a one, it's bad. There's just no getting around it. Unless you're a halfling, there's no getting around it. Oh, it's oh, bad, oh. and something bad needs to happen. Yeah. And if they get a twenty. Something There's no getting around happen. it. It's great. Yeah. And like, it doesn't mean that it has to be perfect, you know, and that yeah. they just don't have any worries anymore, but something they should be rewarded because it's exciting. Um, that way, whenever somebody rolls a 20, the whole table's like, yeah. yeah and if somebody rolls a one, everybody goes, oh no. You know, yeah. and it just, I think it just adds drama to the game. So that's critical success and critical failures. Yes. And our critical concepts. That happens to be our, Nate just, just occurred hey. to him. Okay, okay, so we're going to talk about... Yes, we are. That I didn't say welcome back. That's what we're going to talk about. Yes. <laughs> the fact that we're improving. Hey, it's season one. Okay, anyway, we are going to talk about, first of all, what is the standard sort of way that people... We've kind of already talked about this, the way that people play halflings in D&D. What's like kind of the way that people think of them and play them? Like foot thief. Yeah, hobbits. <laughs> Plus you know, three to dexterity. Sneaky, not frontline fighters, yeah. and you know, with sneak attack, with their extra dexterity and everything, they, yeah. dude, you give a halfling like a hand crossbow, and you hide yeah. them behind a barrel, and it's crazy how much damage they can do. Like for real, like it's unbelievable. Yeah, they're so really... yeah, they're very interesting. Hey, but that's why I didn't make mine. Hey, um, good thief. Uh huh. So. So that while they lean towards that, yes. What would be some other fun, interesting builds to do with halflings? I think it would be fun to see a halfling ranger. Yeah, you that never plus see two dexterity. That. They would yeah. be awesome. And like a stout ranger would be amazing because they have extra constitution, so they can resist like extreme weathers. Yeah, and they're really quick. Nice. That that would be really good and I like it. work really well. And okay. it would be funny to see, like, a halfling with, like, a bow just glaring at you through the trees. I feel like his mount was, like, like a pig. Like a feral pig. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be really cool. Feral pigs are, like, really smart. Yeah. And stealthy. They're pig really riders. quiet. Yeah. Like, a lot of... You can go bushwalking, and you don't even know they're there. Which is yes. crazy. Oh, I'm into this now. Backup character 324. <laughs> <laughs> halfling ranger that rides a feral pig. Yes. Um, okay. okay. Okay, so I one of the ideas that I love, I what? sort of talked, we talked about it a few episodes ago when we were had Ryan and we were talking about like bringing your character to life. I talked yeah. about this that like, I love the idea of like 
a big halfling or like a little goliath like that like what? that just appeals to me goliaths are like the small ones are like eight foot right right and but like if in that episode i talked about like designing a yeah. character who's like a six foot six goliath and its that's whole life it's really only ever lived halfling. around it's only ever no no that's a goliath and i thought we were talking about halflings well listen so in that episode i talked about a little goliath yeah like little by goliath standards <laughs> so i love the idea of like it would almost certainly you would play a stout halfling but a halfling who is just a tank and like his whole life beefy boy he or she has been like just a brawler they have been like the front line defense yeah and now they're out like adventuring and like they're with this party of like elves and orcs and humans yeah. and stuff like that and they want to be the one standing there in the plate mail at the front of the line with their two-handed sword i love that just saying let's go yeah <laughs> I just think that would be such a fun character yeah i feel like that would be hilarious paired with the goliath bard the and, small goliath bard yeah and you <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing dude in your yeah. world i hope there's just a pair of companions that's those two and the you Goliath could have, oh man, and the tanky. And you could have like the Goliath could like pick up the plate mail halfling <laughs> and throw him at the enemy, like just a ball of metal, just flinging him at the enemy. That would be amazing. And then he could just jump up and start swinging his sword when he landed. Yeah, oh, that man. would be amazing. That is such a great. If story. I don't see this, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah, but I just love that. And like he would just have like the classic chip on his shoulder yeah. every time he we went into a tavern. He would pick a fight with somebody because they yeah, would say yeah. something about his size. And he would just go off and just beat the crap out of him. It would be so would much be fun. That would be amazing. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention something else that would go really well with the halfling. Monks. A halfling monk would be hilarious. And good. Yeah, and really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, constitution and dexterity are really good for a monk. Yeah. And they're just, like, bouncing around the... But, like, every time the DM was, like, when you hit somebody, the DM would be like, what do you do? I'd be like, I hit him in the groin. <laughs> like every shot, every shot would be a groin shot. If you were a halfling, that you'd just be like, be awesome. psh, 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 just over and over again. I mean, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, or it would be like the Yoda lightsaber scene where he's like jumping around and turning flips and <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. That That's be... what I see when I see a halfling monk. He's yeah. just like flipping around. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Okay, here's. I'm totally obsessed with that. Yeah. Halfling tank now. Here, here's a question anyway. for oh, you. Oh no, okay, go ahead. I have a question for you too. If you could give me a halfling-themed nickname, what would the nickname for be? For the love of Pete. My question for you was going to be, what would you pick as a halfling-themed nickname for yourself? Well, suck it. I asked my question <laughs> first. <laughs> so so this is credit. for you, not for me. Okay. Um, well, mm. Uh, mm. I was going to say Tanglefoot. Mm. Tanglefoot. You're a little bit for clumsy. Me. You're a little bit clumsy. I am a little bit clumsy. Not like yeah. dramatically so, but like yeah. you're big for your age, you trip a lot. And Tanglefoot. you know, the whole foot thing with hobbits and halflings, so maybe Tanglefoot. Mm. It's a cool name. It is a cool name. Except that I it actually means you're kinda, clumsy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I still like the name. I like it as yeah. a name. Well um, now what would mine be? I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Um Maybe like Dreamer Leaf. Because you like to sleep a lot. And you like to. 
And like, you also have like big ideas and stuff. Okay. And Pretty you also much. like to like plant stuff. I do like green dream trees. Dream or too. leaf. Nice. Dream tree. No, dream or leaf. Dream or leaf. Dream I like or it. leaf. Alright, yeah. do we have anything else we want to talk about at half things? Um I'm not really sure. It's sort of interesting that we're talking about short creatures and we just gave a short episode. Hey. Uh this episode isn't short. This yeah, is like twenty right. minutes long. Anyway. Goodbye. Take care, you guys. Enjoy this making your This is the right goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>